Uh, I want to take a minute and uh, and talk about ADFlegal.org slash Beck. This is a website uh, for the Alliance Defending Freedom. And if you've never heard of the Alliance Defending Freedom, you need to know about them. They've been around for 25 years, and they are the ones that are on the front line protecting religious liberty, the sanctity of human life, free speech, parental rights, marriage, family, and they do it at no cost to their clients. We have been looking for ways to help out people who are struggling under, under you know, being shut down on, on being able to talk at work, um, COVID restrict, whatever it is. We found it among over 1500 cases they're involved in the um, the Equality Act fighting for a little girl's right to wear a mask that says Jesus loved me in public school. They do it all at no cost to their uh, clients. You can help them do that. Just go to ADFlegal.org slash Beck. That's ADFlegal.org slash Beck. Make a tax-deductible donation today. ADF wins nearly 80% of its cases. So help them out now. ADFlegal.org slash Beck. We don't have any time to waste today. I want to get right to the big news of the day, and that is the Chauvin trial. We have a lot to cover, but I also want to hear from you, 888-727-BECK. I want to hear, what are you feeling today? What are you thinking today? What is the message that you think needs to be said in America? We go there in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I don't know. Tonight I'm doing a special on the economy, and you really, really need to see it. Uh, I'm going to highlight some of the stuff uh, coming up in uh, hour number three of today's program. But inflation is already going through the roof. It is. There are troubled times coming. We're going to have a boom and a bust. And uh, please, please have your financial house in order. And now is the time to do it. Um, the people to call is American financing. If you have high interest credit card debt, please roll it in to your mortgage. If this is right for you, roll it into your mortgage. Uh, that way you can pay off the high interest uh, debt to the credit card companies and you have it under one loan that, you know, is three, maybe even in the twos, two, three, four percent. You're going to save a buttload of money. If you're looking to uh, buy a house, please don't buy too much of a house. Um, but if you need a mortgage, they work for you, not the bank. Whatever your financial needs are, they can help you. It's American uh, Financial, AmericanFinancial.net right now. Ameri- I'm sorry, not financial. AmericanFinancing.net, AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. One of the 
One of the greatest memories on a day of tragedy for me has to be October 2nd, 2006. I don't know if you remember what happened on that day. But a guy named uh, Charlie Roberts walked into a one-room Amish schoolhouse. It was a beautiful Monday morning, unseasonably warm. He was 32 years old. He was a dad, father of three young children. He walked into the schoolhouse and ordered the boys and the adults to leave then tied up 11 little girls between the ages of 6 and 13, and then shot them. He killed five of them, injured the others, and then he killed himself. It was... It was... when evil came to town. I mean, there's nothing more peaceful than the Amish. And if you've never had a chance to be in an Amish community, you know, or go to an Amish community, next time you're in Pennsylvania, which might be, you know, never, um, you should go to Amish country. It is beautiful, and the people are amazing. They're amazing. And here comes this monster into this school, and he shoots these innocent little girls, and it is it was one of the most shocking scenes I had ever seen. And it was a horrible, horrible day. Everybody was talking about the little girls. The news was focused on the little girls. What was really, what made that day so memorable to me was when the Amish were still gathered in a barn waiting to find out whose child was alive and whose child was dead. Still waiting to find out if their daughters survived. There was a knock on, on Terry Roberts' doors. Terry Roberts is the mom of... The killer. And it was an Amish man named Henry. And he knocked on the door. They had already talked inside the house. We are going to have to move far, far, far away. We're now parents of a mass murderer. And how can this community? I mean, we can never face this community. Then came the knock on the door from Henry. And Henry said, we don't see you as our enemy. We lost our daughters today, but you lost a son. Now, can you imagine what that felt like as a parent? On the day of... Charlie, the killer's funeral, 30 Amish men and women, some parents of the victims, came to the cemetery and formed a wall to block out the media cameras 
These were parents whose daughters had died at the hand of the guy they were burying. And they did the work of blocking the media. And then one by one they went over and expressed their deep sorrow for the mother's loss. That's probably all you know about this story. But I have to tell you, when you actually put into practice what you believe, miracles happen. Four weeks after the shooting, the Roberts were invited to meet with all of the families in a local fire hall. Now, can you imagine your son killed these parents' children? One mother looked across the fire hall and held the gaze. Both women looked at each other. The mom of the killer, who was grieving the loss of her son and grieving all of the ones that he had killed and the mother of one of the daughters that had been killed. This mother looked over with tears in her eyes and said, we're all grieving. We're all trying to make sense of the senseless. There's a, there's a word in black cursive and it's on a, it hangs above a big double pane window in Terry Roberts sunroom. The sunroom itself was built by the Amish. And as they gave that to her, they gave her a sign that just says forgiven. Now imagine how hard it's been, but as time went on, the Amish went on. They, it wasn't empty words. They embraced her as a member of the community. She was in the hospital with stage four breast cancer. One of the girls that her son tried to kill cleaned her home before she returned from the hospital. Around Christmas time, the Amish came to her house to sing Christmas carols. These people know how to live. These people, I mean, me personally, I think they do. They have electricity. I think that that's the that's the other group that doesn't have electricity, right? The Amish just have horse and buggies, but I think they. Can, I don't. I don't know. I don't want to live like them. But you know what? I don't want to live like this either. I think I'd rather be Amish. I was looking for that yesterday. I can't find it. These families have found a way to come together. Yesterday, you had people saying, this isn't justice. Well, it it may or may not be, and not the way you mean it. I don't know. I wasn't in the jury room. 
I mean, there's a lot of evidence that they had to go through and the jury. I mean, in in Minnesota, you have to be. One hundred percent, all jurors need to agree. In just a few hours, they all agreed on all three. Really? Because I, I would think there would be, might be a struggle a little bit. Now, again, I wasn't in the courtroom. I don't know the jury instructions. I don't know Minnesota law. But really? I pray that these people were not trying to send a message to the rest of the world, not trying to send a message to uh, the community, not trying to send a message to anybody who might harm them if they did otherwise, but actually were looking at the facts of the individual case. And I wasn't there. I don't know. All I know is I didn't hear anybody talk about the family of Chauvin yesterday. Did you hear anybody talk about his family? There's, there's two people involved here. There, there is the victim and the perpetrator. Both of them have families. Both of them now have lost their son, their daughter, their husband, their father. Both families have had tremendous loss. And I can guarantee you in Minneapolis, if you are the family of Chauvin, you are thinking today, I should move far, far away from here. You are thinking, how am I going to stay close? Close enough to be able to visit him in prison. Because close enough to visit him in prison is not far enough away from the people who would do me harm. Call me racist. You know, justice was done yesterday. We all saw the video and we all saw something that horrified all of us. Now, I personally don't think that, you know, rises to the level of murder, but they define it differently in Minneapolis and in Minnesota. It's a different standard than the one you and I are used to. So again, I don't know. I'm glad he is paying a price, but is this price right? But was, was justice done? See, people are looking for social justice, and social justice is not real. Collective justice is not real. Because you're asking for something to happen that is impossible to happen. When men are involved, miracles, mistakes, and murder will happen because men are flawed. People must pay for their sins, and they will. And that's up to God. 
We need to make sure people pay for their crimes. And all we're doing right now is playing musical chairs. I personally think America was on the mend. I thought America was struggling to be a more perfect nation. And that takes time. And I think that the progress that we had made from 1950 or 1960 to the year 2000 was astounding. Astounding. Was it right? No. Did we made real progress? Yeah. Racism still exists? Yeah. Bad cops? Yeah. Bad priests? Yeah. Bad, uh, you know, uh, bad artists, bad TV people, bad whatever. Yes, because it's a collection of people. Miracles. Madness, mistakes, and murder all happen when you have a group of people. I, I want to hear from you today, 888-727-BECK. But I urge you to ask yourself this, because I haven't heard this from anyone. I haven't heard this from any. I watched TV last night. I haven't heard it from anyone. Everyone has an agenda. We have an amazing opportunity to reset to take this, even if you agree or don't agree with the verdict, it's the system. And I'm going to talk a little later about how the system has failed. And the system has failed because it failed to protect people who were to be the, the jurors. It failed to protect the possible innocent because information was held back. Can we just, can we look at this story today as just a story, because this is all it's supposed to be, a story about two men, George Floyd, not a perfect man, but didn't deserve to die. Chauvin, not a perfect man, but not convicted of racism. Nowhere in the trial did they say, and he was racist here, here, and here. Oh, he has a long pattern of racism here. That's what this story has become, but that's not what this story is about. I would ask that you would ask yourself, how am I going to... Serve my nation best. What is the thing that I can do today that will serve my nation best? And the best thing you can do is serve your God. And the best way to serve God is to serve your fellow man. Is anyone thinking of all families? I pray for all of them. Back in 60 seconds. Our sponsor this half hour is Relief Factor. For years now, I've been telling you about Relief Factor. I've been telling you what an amazing product Relief Factor is. I, I told you my story, how I was in so much pain I could barely function. Um, couldn't function some of the time. And how my wife mm, encouraged me 
basically said, I'm not listening to you anymore unless you try everything. So I tried Relief Factor. I never thought it would work for me. I mean, it's all natural. What are you talking about? All natural. And it's going to reduce inflammation. Oh, no. Come on. Back off of that one. I've tried ibuprofen 800. (laughs) I mean, I've had the strong stuff, sister. It's not a drug. There's no way this stuff is going to work for me. Holy cow, has it changed my life. And 70% of the people who try it go on to order more because it changes them. It works. Now, it may not work for you, but you just try it for three weeks. Within three weeks, you'll know. After three weeks, stop taking it if it's not working. 800-500-8384. 70% of the people go on to order more. 800-500-8384. It's relieffactor.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. Another thing I really want to know, and then we're going to go to the phones after the break. Um, one thing I really want to know is, um, what is the Star Tribune uh, think would be, is necessary? What, 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 what facts are helpful by revealing the details of the jurors? I mean, it, it, the media really, really wanted to out, out, to, to out the uh, jury. CBS News did a newscast revealing the details of the jurors. New York Times promoted a story on social media under the banner 12 jury members and two alternates in the uh, Chauvin trial remain anonymous. Their faces can't be shown on camera, but here's what we do know about them. And then the Star Tribune outs the jurors. I mean, and it's not hard. If you live in that area, it wouldn't be hard. But just to be helpful, the Star Tribune told us about juror number two. He's a white man in his 20s. He's from Minneapolis and works as a chemist. Okay, now hang on just a second. It goes on and tells more. Why? If you are living in Minneapolis, you have a job, you know, around people who are chemists. One of them, you know, is out on jury duty. Or one of them, as you know, has been gone for three or four weeks. You now know who that is. And I'm sure they're going to be completely restrained. Completely restrained on Twitter. No one would ever out these people. We are... We, we, we have got to separate ourselves from the mob. Because that's where we're headed. Mob rule. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Your phone calls are next. With corporations meddling in our democracy, um, canceling our free speech, you need to do business with companies that support your values, believe in the Constitution and our democratic republic. If you haven't already, go to patriotmobile.com slash back right now. When you switch today, you're going to bring your own phone or you'll get 50, uh, 50% off your uh, first two months. You get both of those um, when you bring your phone, plus a free Patriot starter kit. While you're there, enter to win a free phone and cellular service for life. All the details are at patriotmobile.com slash back. They have the broadest nationwide coverage. They use all the same cell towers as all the major carriers. You're going to get great service. You're going to get better customer service. You're going to get lower prices. What more could you ask for? Oh, I don't know. A company that actually supports the things 
that you support instead of working against you. Change. Change now. Switch cellular service to patriotmobile.com slash Beck. Patriotmobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT and tell them I sent you. If you've seen the media coverage on the George Floyd story, you know we need Blaze TV. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. You'll save 10 bucks on your subscription to Blaze TV. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We go to Maryland and Al. Hello, Al. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Hey, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. I, you bet. After the... After the verdict yesterday, I was I was sad, mainly sad for America. And then I woke up this morning angry as I watched social media. And I have to say that I'm a black man. I may not sound like one, but I am. And I'm so tired of this false narrative of, quote unquote, justice and systemic racism in America. I'm just I'm just tired of it. I've had it. You know, we had a a young girl, seven year old yesterday in Chicago, get shot in her car in McDonald's drive through no outcry and no. i you know I, I look back at george floyd and i want to respect the criminal justice system i really do but it's it's i'm having a hard time with it this morning because okay, so i can feel I, like this man yeah go ahead i want to ask you why you feel that way what what is causing you to doubt i mean i have my own issues but i want to hear from you what are what is causing you to doubt I feel like this man, Derek Chauvin, was guilty even before the trial started. He, he didn't have a chance. And, and I'm not sure. And I wasn't there, as you indicated. But I, I have a sneaking suspicion that all the facts were not laid out. And I don't even know if they even dealt with the issue of this man being high on fentanyl. Yeah, they and, did. And so, oh, they did. Okay. They did. Well, yeah, yeah, they did. So and I, it was... It, you know, yeah, I mean, I think he, um, from what I can tell from a distance, he received a fair trial. I don't think he had the best uh, representation, but he received a fair trial. Uh, where it goes off the rails for me is the the jury was not sequestered. It shouldn't have been held in that city. Um, the The jurors had to, had to worry about what would happen to them, their children. Um, you had one uh, juror, I'm sorry, you had one person that testified on on behalf of Chauvin, and he got up the next morning and had a severed pig's head and pig blood all over the front porch of his house. I mean, that those kinds of things play a role, um, as does uh, Waters coming in. Uh, and and you know showboating before the jury is sequestered. Uh, you have the president coming out. I mean, even the judge said, "I think there's a good case for a mistrial here, um, and or for a uh, uh, for a, a new trial." Um, and I wish everyone, the media and the politicians, would shut their mouths and respect the process. Nobody did. So I think the fair trial thing broke down because of the leadership of our country. Yeah, that's exactly right. What the president did yesterday was so irresponsible. And so I woke up angry and then I called my good friend, Bob Woodson, who you've had on your show several times. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. he talked he talked me off the ledge. He said, we need to do as Mother Teresa. We need to increase our faith. 
he, and he reminded me of the story of David and Goliath. And he says, we are the David. He indicated that the low-income black American who's been used as a pawn in all of this is our is a sleeping giant. And we need to cultivate them and, and help them rise up to counter this false narrative that's, by the way, being promoted by people who are probably making six figures or more, who have made it, who have been successful and now crying racism. That that's the part that just I struggle with and and I'm tired of it. So I got some hope from Bob. He's doing yeoman's work. We need to give him all of our resources and, and promote these causes and band together to counter this narrative that's coming from big tech, the politicians and and the media. Because their their numbers are not that great, but they they, they own the platforms that are promoting this narrative, and we need to counter it. I agree 100%, 100%, including with Bob Woodson. What he's doing is, is God's work. Stu, can you look for his email address, or not his email address, but his website, uh, so I can direct people there? Unless, Al, you know it. Do you know it? Uh, it's the woodsoncenter.org. Okay. <laughs> That's very hard to remember. Woodsoncenter.org. Thank you very much, Al. I appreciate it. Um, we cannot be part of the problem. We have to be we have to be a unique and unusual people. Uh, we have to be a peculiar people. We have to be people that the rest of society goes, "What is up with those guys? What how, if we pile on and we become the same just part of the same noise?" We make no difference, no difference. And, uh, you know, I watched, uh, I watched Titanic with my daughter the other day and, um, she didn't want to watch it. I know dad, everybody dies. And then the lady takes the diamond and yeah. Okay. I said, you haven't seen it. It's really good. And she watched it with me. And uh, when it was over, she's like, I'm so mad at you. Why? Because I'm going to cry all night and I have to watch it again. <laughs> now it's her favorite movie. But I watched it the other night and a time is coming when this ship is going to lift up out of the water. Just like it did in Titanic. It is going to stand straight up and down. Remember that that ship was a skyscraper. That was that was in a time when you didn't have skyscrapers. That ship was so long, it was like a 12 or 15 story building standing up in the water. And do you remember what all the people were doing? They were all sliding into the sea and they were all panicked. We cannot be the ones panicked. We have to be the ones that say, over here, over here, over here. I've got a lifeboat over here. And you won't be able to be that person if you're angry. We have to find a way to where we can actually live like the Amish. We can, we can live the principles that we 
we preach or we say we claim to be. You know, a lot of a lot of these problems are caused or were caused by um, people saying one thing and doing another. I mean, I don't give this to the uh, I don't give this problem to the founders. The founders did everything they could, everything they could to stop slavery. Everything. Uh, and they did the best they could. I, I really blame this on a lot of Christians that, you know, we're going to uh, Bible class being taught by their preacher in the South that slavery's okay. Now, I don't know how you make the case for slavery. And then after that, all the people like the Klan who carry the cross for the Lord. It's a perversion. So I was talking to a friend of mine. He said, I was just talking to um, a rabbi. And he said, uh, we Christians misunderstand. And I, I wish I could remember exactly what the phrase was. But uh, he said, we misunderstand. He said, it's a mistranslation of uh, don't take the Lord that God's name in vain. We think that means don't swear. What the translation actually is, is don't carry the Lord's name in vain. So in other words, don't do evil and say you're doing good in his name. And we got a lot of those. I don't know if you saw the press conference yesterday, but we got a lot of those people. And that's the real problem. We have a lot of uh, proving to be done to show that we are not, we, that we are people that are different. Don't, we're not racist. Um, and I don't say you have to prove that. You don't have to prove that. You just have to be different. You just have to be different than everybody else. Because everybody can say that. You're not. I'm not. So now don't be part of the group that is just parroting those things that nobody believes. And don't be part of the angry mob and don't and pray for those who are part of the angry mob on either side. Can you imagine? I just read a story yesterday um, about how. Well, here it is. Uh, there's a new study out. And it shows the majority of young white female liberals have a diagnosed mental health condition. A majority of them. White liberals are significantly more likely than other racial and ideological groups to be diagnosed with mental health conditions. This is uh, the findings from a Pew Research Center survey, yada, yada, yada. Um, nearly half of young white liberals, 46%, report being diagnosed with a mental health condition significantly higher than the percentage of young white moderates at 26%. 46% for liberals, 26% for moderates, and conservatives, 21%. Now, why is that? I, you know, if we take this at face value... And I was going to say I'm not a doctor, but actually I am. But uh, we take it at face value and we look for easy things. It's because you're being raised in a hopeless world. There is no hope. 
I have to tell you, I could not do this show. I couldn't do it. I, my job is to read all of this crap. My job is to filter through all of it and see what's important, what's not, what you need to know, what I can bring perspective on. It is the worst. It used to be fun. It used to be great. It's the worst. Because I'm swimming in this crap. And it's not easy to keep a healthy attitude. The only way I can do it is I believe in something bigger than me. I know I can look at this trial and say, I think there, I think there should be a, a retrial of this. I don't know if that will happen. And I can work to do whatever needs to be done to make sure that justice happens for both sides, no matter what color. But you know what? In the end, oh, there will be justice. There will be justice. And I know that sounds trite and like, oh, really? You're down to that? Yeah, I am down to that. I am down to that. But it's a great place to be. Because it is the source of all hope. It's the source of all love. It's the source of every answer we need. So, yeah, I'm not down to that. I wish I would have started there. That's part of the beating down process. You know, God will have a humble people. And we are anything but humble. And so we're going to be beaten into submission. We will be. And not by our fellow man. I mean, that may be the way it manifests itself. But for our own good, we will be beaten into a, a humble people. And when we're humble and we realize we're not in charge, we can't. We can't vote for anybody. We can't, we can't do anything uh, ourselves. We can only do what we're supposed to do and live the way we're supposed to live and fight for the things that are real justice, individual justice, not social justice, personal justice, not collective justice. Look for the real truth, not the woke truth. And let the chips fall where they may. Then God will handle everything else. And he won't be thwarted. I don't know what that means. But if it means that we have to be the grist, that I have to be the grist, or you have to be the grist, as long as I'm with you. I don't wish this on me. And we are the, we're the oil between the gears. So when the machine starts up, others can be... Uh, Living in justice? Good. Okay. All right. Then that's our role that we play at this time. And that's okay. I'll play that role because I believe in the future. And it's not just about me or my wants. It's about the future. All right. Our sponsor this uh, half hour is Timeshare Termination Team. Timeshare Termination Team. I mean, if you have a timeshare... I just went to lunch with some guys uh, yesterday and uh, they were they were like, uh, hey, I got a timeshare for you. And we were joking about how bad timeshare things are and how we all almost just got wrapped up into a timeshare. Really, really a bad thing. Now, if you have a timeshare, you probably know that. And now you're stuck with it. And what are you going to do? 
Well, there's Timeshare Termination Team. They get you out safely. They get you out legally. And they 100% guarantee it or your money back. This is a team of attorneys. Timeshare Termination Team. Get the process started right now. You'll get 20% off when you terminate your timeshare if you tell them I sent you. So make sure you use the promo code BECK when, when they ask. Call 888-GET-YOU-OUT, 888-GET-YOU-OUT. Or you can visit them online at timesharetermination.team.com. That's timesharetermination.team.com. Tonight on Glenn TV. The government is spending money at historic levels, and our national debt is at historic highs. Will Biden's so-called infrastructure deal push America over the edge? Glenn warns all signs point to a major economic disaster, the end of private savings and private spending, and the birth of a state-controlled digital dollar. Watch Dollar Decimation, how Biden's spending spree could end our currency as we know it, tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern at blazetv.com slash Glenn. I apologize for talking so much today. I just have so much on my mind and heart today that I want to share, but I do want to hear from you. We're going to take your phone calls next hour. Um, 888-727-BECK. If you're holding, hang on. We will get to you today. 888-727-BECK. More on Chauvin and Floyd next. Next.